Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. I want to talk about paid parking and the impact of it on towns across the country because Clare County Council um, are planning to introduce year round paid parking in lots of their tourist hotspots. We're talking about La Hinch, Doolin, Kilkee, Spanish Point. And it's been met um, with some criticism. Hardly all that surprising. Cleona Fall is from the La Hinch Surf Shop. Cleona's with us on the line today. Um, do you support the introduction of paid parking, Cleona? Uh, no, I don't. I think it's detrimental to the village and the businesses and the locals and everything. And it's just too much. <laughs> And an extra charge that we don't need. And like, if you think from a business point of view, people who are coming to buy things, it's an extra two or five euro on top of whatever they purchase. Or if you're bringing your kids for swim lessons or whatever, it's an extra five euro, no more than if you're bringing them to school. There's going to be a charge and I really feel there should be none. So how how is this going to impact you? Well, I work in the village, so you're going in. That's going to be a cost on top of your whatever you earn, and and then bringing the kids to school and that that impacts me because it will be the Milltown Road car park, and that's the school have tried to get parents to park there and walk to the school to stop congestion outside the school but like if people are going to be charged they're not going to stay in that car park they're just going to drop the kids outside the school and move on and that so it's it's really not fair on the people no more than the people that are going to mass or funerals or weddings they're going to have to pay now to go in to park or they're going to mass or go in for the paper or small things Liam Grant is a Green Party councillor in La Hinch. Liam, why are the county council introducing this? That's a good question. I, I don't think they've given us a, a straight answer to that. But I think I think a lot of the, they would say is to support the costs of of um, the lifeguards, the the public toilets, the litter picking, and all that. But um, well, how was that previously paid for? Exactly, exactly. Like at the moment, in fairness, you have a great lifeguard service and we have uh, great public tours and things like that and they're all being paid for currently. Now I know the cost of everything is going up for them but I, I think there's plenty there in terms of rates from businesses and you know there is already some paid parking in Hinch on the promenade and I'm okay with that but I don't want to see it uh, brought in anywhere else and you know I think there's enough money there from the already paid parking to pay for those uh, services. Well I don't know about you Cleona but the the bit that struck me in all of this is that it's going to be year round paid parking. It's not even during the tourist season. Yeah. Like in the like, depths of December and height of winter when there's nobody in the area you're going to have to pay yeah, for parking. I, I know people who've got parking tickets in January and and you'd hardly be able to get out of your car down there at times. And um, then when you look at the likes of Galway and that they have two free car parks uh, the likes of Tremor, Bundoran and Waterford, they only charge in June, July, August, September. So it's a bit unfair. Like we're in the west coast of Ireland. Things can be pretty dismal in the winter. And and this year, business-wise, things have been quieter with the weather and everything. Damien is with us as well. Damien, what's your view on paid parking and the impact it has? 
Okay, so I would have had a business in the suburb of the city of Dublin, and now I'm in the centre of the city in Dublin. And my view from a business point of view would have been that uh, when I had the business in the suburb of the city, when paid parking came in, pay and display, 15 minutes charge, up to an hour's charge or whatever, it freed up space for clients to come in and visit any of the businesses. So um, as far as I was concerned and am concerned for Dublin City and uh, the hinterland, I think there should be paid parking um, and pay and display. That would be my feeling for people coming in and out uh, to free up different places where people come in, they park for the whole day outside your business and use a bus to go into the city centre or use a train or whatever and they block up everything. Whereas when you when it's pay and display, it frees up everything. But when you're coming down to somewhere like La Hinge, I think you have to look at it from a different point of view. Um, it, it's a smaller area. Uh, you won't have the traffic congestion that you would have in Dublin City. Mm. Um, so I, I don't know how you marry the two of them together. But is, but that, is, that, is that an issue, though, Cleona, for you? Like, Do you have people that just abandon their cars and leave it outside your business all day, every day? There is a small bit of that, but there's a two-hour set-down on the main street, so it's not like people tend to be gone before the two hours or whatever. Well, um, if, I, if, if I can interject there, just, uh, Cleona, like our findings when uh, the business, when the traffic, they started to charge in Fairview in Dublin, um, it actually freed up an awful lot of spaces where staff were driving into work and leaving their car there for the whole day. And all of a sudden, they couldn't do that. Now, the knock-on effect is the people that worked there started parking up in the local, um, let's say, housing estates or whatever. Um, so it's a knock-on effect. But certainly, as far as a business is concerned, I think you'll find that uh, 15-minute parking is very, very little money. And it generally doesn't go up. So I, I think it's it's a good thing for business. Liam, usually Green Party representatives are in favour of the introduction. In my experience, for many you know many have spoken to in the show um, of paid parking, but in this instance, you're not. No, no, I'm not at all. And like I think, you know, this is the most emails and phone calls I've ever got as, as my time as a councillor along this issue. And I think Keen has highlighted some of the reasons why and. And to touch on what Damien said, I, I see, you know, you bring in parking charges sometimes to change behaviour. And you see that in London, the congestion charges and things like that. But that's that, that's not the case here. It isn't, and there's not an ambition to change behaviour or there's not bringing in, you know, White Strand, there's no public transport there at all. You know what I mean? There's no, there's, it, that's not what's happening here. And I, I think that's important. While I, I would agree with it in places like city centres where you're trying to change people's behaviour, but that's, mm. there isn't anything about that. And, you know, there's paid parking coming in all over Lynch that, you know, if you're trying to get the workers off the main streets, well, they're talking about doing the, the top car park or all the car parks. You're going to force them into residential areas, and we don't want that. So I don't think it's going to change people's behaviour for the better. And and look, there's actually a lot of tourists have, have called me and say, look, they come down to Fenor or, or Spanish Point Lynch, whatever, and they're going to be discouraged coming there if this is one of the places where to pay compared to other places. Um And, a lot, yeah, a lot of business owners are worried. Like As I said, in Lynch, a lot of people just come down to do their shopping to the, the supermarket to the you know into one of the shops to get some clothing or something like that it's going to discourage them from 
you know, pop it into the shops that they have to pay when in, you know, most villages in Ireland, you don't have to do that, you know. But, but have you been given as an elected representative, have you been given any reason as to why? Why now? Uh, only kind of ad lib is, is, is trying to pay for, you know, I've, I've definitely asked for more lifeguard services, more litter picking, the toilets to be open longer. Like I've, I've definitely campaigned for those things. So that is the reason. So it's, it's, it's to pay, it's to pay for, for the, it's to pay for the resources. Within the time, yes, that's 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 what we're being told. Which resources we already have, I think, is the, is the bizarre thing. Now we're look, we're always looking for those services to be expanded. Everyone wants more of those things. And look, I'm sure if there was, you'd get more. But I don't think people aren't happy with that trade off. You know, I don't think I don't think it's the proper way to fund it. What is the what is the charge going to be? The charge for parking. I think it's two euro for uh, first two hours is, and five euro for the day for this is kind of. For the majority of the proposed areas, so it's not it's not it's not huge amounts, but I think you know people mm. go down to the shop in Lynch to get, you know, buy milk or the newspapers over that, having to pay two euro. There's people who, you know, are working in cafes on a minimum wage, and they, where are they going to park? You know what I mean? I think there've been there's been talks of a fifty euro, you know, workers charge. That's a lot as well for you know seasonal workers. Um, I, I don't think it's I don't think it's going to change people's behaviour for the better, which is, is, is important to note. Yeah, I, I want to hear about paid parking um, and whether it's how it's affected your own local area. We're not just talking about County Clare today. Dan is on the line in Cork. Dan, what's your view? Um, uh, there's the talk of um, uh, modifying people's behaviour or coercing them into behaving in some different way. And yet, at the same time, we want people to come to the very place. Hello? Yeah, no, I can hear you perfectly. Go on ahead, Dan. Yeah, so, for instance, in Cork, uh, the, 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 the parking on street is not particularly expensive. It's two euros or whatever for an hour, uh, which is fine. Um, but uh, as well as charging for parking, they've removed, I would say, 70% of it from the city centre. So there is no place to park other than um, extremely expensive um, commercial uh, services, uh, multi-storey car parks. And uh, some women friends of mine are afraid to go into them, uh, the city centre ones. Uh, but basically, this, this idea of fining people for visiting the city centre uh, Removing all the parking in Cork has resulted in 50% of the businesses uh, on Patrick Street uh, are boarded up. Uh, derelict, really. Well, not derelict, but boarded up. Mm. And there are about 700 buildings um, in, in a similar state in, in, the, in the larger city. Uh, this, this, this fundamentalist um, drive towards removing cars from a city centre when there is no public transport um, of, of any real effect uh, is suicidal. Well, so you you think it's just it's going to damage businesses? Absolutely, <laughs> not going to. It's it's it, it's it's blatant. Uh, a walk down Patrick Street, looking at fifty percent of the businesses closed. The, the, the overall parking charges. thing. It's not the it's not the charging for parking. That's the problem. It, it's the the removal of parking. Okay. Um, what? And what I would suggest is. You know, as, as, rather than punishing people for coming to the city centre, I think uh, parking uh, on street and municipal should be free for an hour. Um, that means people that went, went to go in, get a cup of coffee or do a bit of shopping mm. or whatever, get in and out. Okay. Uh, and there's no hanging around. What, what, and, what, 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 and also, just one last thing, 
they, 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 this punitive thing, this, this sort of prison mentality, this fining mentality, is it's actually a loser. I mean, it's costing Cork City Council more money to administrate their parking fine uh, uh, system than they're pulling in. Yeah, another, t- another text in here from a listener there who says on, on the benefits of the anti-car park um, on the anti-car policy in Cork retail's dying derelict buildings people now shopping in the suburbs instead I came into the city um, to shop in Cork had a bite to eat 20 euro for parking okay for hospitality as parking charges finish when the bulk of the businesses uh, when, when the bulk of the business is done says this texter Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan Weekdays at midday on News Talk. We're talking today, today though, about paid parking, whether it's necessary, and what's the impact, positively or negatively, of its uh, introduction in your local area. We're chatting about this because it's a proposal that's planned to um, to come into effect now in County Clare. In a lot of the tourist hotspots, there's going to be year-round paid parking. John is with us on the line in Ennis. John, what's your view on this? Uh, hello, Andrea. Listen, it's nice to get some kind of a platform to, to to express an opinion on this. I'm chairperson of Retailers of Ennis here and also chair, uh, vice chair of the Save Ennis Town. And our big problem here with paid parking, with any kind of parking in Ennis, is we have a town centre which is very vibrant. Okay, historically, it's a great it's a great kind of market town. And then over the last maybe 10, 15 years, you have peripheral shopping centres just just proliferating, proliferating all over the place. Okay, so what we see, we see this as a total inequality of opportunity. We as businesses need cars. We need people coming in. We need we need parking available. Okay, if you put paid parking in, it's an inhibitor to business. It also adds to this inequality, and we we see this an inequality of opportunity between the peripheral car parks who are free parking, so people can can drive freely up to the front door, do their business and and get out. And that facilitates business. Whereas in town, we don't have that. We have this business apartheid, which maybe the council in in our area seems to be kind of propagating to our detriment. And it is our detriment, because if you come down to the main shopping street of Ennis at the moment, we have dereliction. We have a three-unit dereliction on the main prime shopping street in Ennis. So it's killing the town, is it, John? It's killing, as well as killing business opportunity, it's suffocating business opportunity because we're operating a system of total inequality, okay, where obstacles have been put up by our council to ensure that that it's stifling our our ability to trade, okay, and make profits. It's also affecting, I suppose, Ennis is always seen as, as, as an, age, an age-friendly kind of a town. And it is not really because... The lack of parking and maybe the paid parking, but the lack of parking is ensuring that older people with mobility problems have no opportunity to come into town and do business or just socialise in general, you know, which they would have on the peripheral. So everything is being magnetised. There's a big magnet on peripheral uh, shopping centres, OK, taking the heart and soul out of historic okay. great sense so, of diversity in in our town so a, a lot of a lot of in a lot of um cases when you know paid parking is introduced um usually it's because the local authority will say it's either to encourage people to leave the cars at home look at other public transport options or maybe to replenish um the funds 
to, you know, to spread out around other resources and amenities or whether it's, you know, bin collections, lifeguards, or it was mentioned in the first part of the programme. Like, like, have there, what new resources have you got in Ennis since the paid parking came well, in? But, but look, uh, you know, like we're operating a system, okay, you're in a town, okay, it's a country town, remember, it's not, it's outside the pale. It doesn't have the infrastructure it doesn't have the tube system. It doesn't have the, the light rail. It doesn't have the bus systems that get people in from Kilrush, Kilbeha, Fecal or anything. OK, so those people need to come into town to do business. Now, if you put obstacles and the first of these obstacles is paid parking. If you put that obstacle up, it encourages people. Well, I'm not coming into this town because I can go elsewhere and I won't be charged. OK, mm-hmm. and then the other obscenity that's happening in us at the moment is one of the main parking centres that feeds business in town. There are big plans with this NS2040 uh, visionary committee. Now, we uh, think it's the direct opposite. It's a, a nightmarish kind of a, a vision they have. And their idea is to take that parking 126 spaces right out of the middle of Ennis and build a big shopping centre type place with office space upstairs. Nice. And their idea is, well... Uh, it'll encourage maybe 20,000 footfall people to come in and do business in town. But our question is, lads, this is not Dublin. This is not mm-hmm. the middle of New York. OK, we have no infrastructure to accommodate people who have to come into our town using cars. Yeah, you do. Absolutely. You know, Look, you certainly need a certain level of park and there's no, no, no doubt about it at all, John. Um, James is on the line as well. James, like, what's the impact of paid parking in your area? Well, I, well I, where I see it going, Andrea, is it's more towards control of motorists. They just want them out of town. They want private motor cars out of all towns. The Dublin city manager said that we have to aggressively stop cars from coming into towns. You notice around the country, several small towns and villages have been concreted over. Now, this is at a time when we're talking about global warming, and they've, they're cementing what soaks the water and helps the uh, environment. Well, no. Whatever about Dublin. Whatever about Dublin, James. You know, by comparison to Ennis, I mean, like you, you have plenty of public transport options to to oh, get in and out of Dublin city centre to go shopping. You you don't have the same equivalent in Ennis. Well, this has been tried. This is a trial, like the same as in Oxford in England, where they're trying the fifteen minute city. They're not going to try this in Dublin yet. They'll try it out the country and see how it goes. I mean, it's what is the alternative for a person in, in living in a rural area like I do? There's a bus maybe once a day at a time that doesn't mm. suit, going not where you want. I mean, we cannot we cannot public service the whole country. We just don't have the facilities, and it's too spread out. But like I say, it's just I think trying to force the cars out. Like I mean, the footpaths have got wider, the roads have got narrower, the parking mm. spaces have been cemented over, and it just seems to be all part of the same agenda. And I'm not being a theorist. I'm just saying that's what it looks like. It's just make it as hard as possible. I mean, now they're yeah. talking about charging mileage uh, on the roads or for use of the roads. That's going to be another thing that's going to be a suggestion. Needed. Yeah, all right. I, I think it was Micheál Martin sort of poured cold water then on that after it emerged. But yeah, no, I, I, t- I take your point absolutely. I mean, it's a, definitely there's a, you know, um, a policy to try and get people, encourage people to use more public transport, no doubt about it. What about you, Jim? What's your view on paid parking and its impact? Well, I'm in Cork City and uh, it's almost impossible to get a parking space that isn't paid. And you know, far from driving people away, you can't find a parking space. Um, they're all in full use, so they're obviously not driving, it's obviously not driving people away. What is driving people away is the lack 
of parking spaces over and above the number that's available now. Um, we've got uh, a, a nonsensical bus scheme coming in, or supposed to be coming in in Cork City, which is going to lose literally hundreds of car parking spaces from quite a small area. Now, the town planners and the traffic planners have got contradictory objectives. On the one hand, they've all got you know a strategy for 2030 or 2040, which is always going to basically planning to get rid of cars. And on the other, they've got a strategy to build up town centres and things of that nature. And those two things are contradictory. If you get rid of cars, then people will go to where they can park, which is the out-of-town uh, shopping mm. centres. Industrial parks, um, typically. Yeah, and that's, that's what will happen. So you can't have it both ways. They have to find a way of accommodating cars. The only way to do that effectively is by charging uh, for parking spaces and building new multi-storey car parks. Um, if you can do that, then you will encourage people back into city centres and back into working and shopping there. But unless you do that, then you're barking up the wrong tree. Um, Frank O'Rourke is a former councillor and a TD for Selbridge and, and North Kildare. Frank, like, how did the introduction of paid parking affect the Selbridge area? Um, good afternoon. Well, I suppose it's impacted on us in a negative way. I suppose listening to your programme uh, there in the afternoon, the one thing I'd say at the outset is that you can't have a blanket approach for all different, the different towns and the different counties. I think every situation can be and is different because you'll have a different requirement in a city and in a large town than in a smaller town. So I suppose you have to, the, the most important part in all of this conversation has to be, as your previous speaker said, is to keep the towns vibrant support local businesses, to support local and national economy, and obviously to keep employment in the area and to make it attractive for people to come in to do that. So that's what you're trying to balance, and it can be difficult to do that. But I suppose pay parking, in my experience, is a necessary evil. When I became involved in public life back in 2011, there was pay parking in Selbridge, for example, from 10 o'clock until 6 Monday to Saturday. And I was involved in setting up the local business association in Selbridge and engaging, reaching out to them to see what works. And that certainly didn't work. It was killing uh, the, the life in the town. And obviously, as a result, we were in serious competition with major shopping outlets beside us, such as Liffey Valley, Blanchestown, Dundrum. So obviously, that's free parking and people, uh, well, at the time was free parking. It's not free parking in those shopping outlets now. People were attracted there. And Selbridge is a small enough town, but it's got a very active main street for restaurants, pubs, shops. So it's trying to bring footfall into the town to support those local supermarkets and butchers, uh, etc. So what we've done was, having reached out and engaged, we introduced a new pay parking regime in Selbridge for 10 to 4, Monday to Friday only, with free parking on a Saturday. And then we identified and allocated a period of free parking at Christmas as well to try to encourage and support those businesses. But that's the thing. There's loads of different ways, Frank, around it. I mean, I've seen other towns from working in local radio stations over the years. I mean, absolutely. I, I, I understand the idea behind the introduction of paid parking, but a lot of them manage to find a way around, you know, maybe you, you, you have to get your ticket, but you get the first 15 minutes free or the first 20 minutes. Uh, well, that you don't even, have... even at the moment in, in, the, in Kildare, for example, in the paid parking policy for the county, but it's tweaked for different towns, within the municipal district, you get the first, you get 15 minutes before and after. It's grace time, which is great. But then there's other things you can do. For example, it's only one euro an hour on the main streets in Selbridge. Now, remember, Selbridge is a population of 23,000, so it's a significant enough town. So one euro, and once people has an education and is aware of that, then they come in prepared. But the biggest problem you have 
would have a no play park. And if you allow something free, well, then it's abused. And one thing we but did. But the businesses find in La Hinch are saying it's not a huge problem. But I suppose that's why I'm saying I wouldn't pretend to tell the business people or the community in Lynch how to do their business. But I'm only just giving you the experience as a community person in County Kildare has lived in Selbridge for nearly 30 years and been a public life for 10 years and engaged mm. extensively with the local community, the local community groups and the business association. I can only give you the experience yeah. of Kildare. And oh, I reached out point. and we've done, we've done the same in Minute and we've done the same in Leakslip and we've done the same in NACE by reaching out to those communities and seeing what works, works best. And even, for example, Minute is five kilometres away from Selbridge, but there's a slightly different pay park on the yeah, new Yeah, different. No, absolutely, Selbridge. every time. And the, reason is, and the reason it's different too is the number of pay, the number of car parking spaces you have on the street, mm. the number of car parks that's available in the town. But the only problem is that sometimes when you, we have a good, we have a reasonably good uh, public okay. transport uh, system in Selbridge with, bus, with Dublin bus and with yeah. bus Oh no, absolutely. The public transport, Frank, definitely, definitely helps. Mark and Wexford says park and ride solves all problems. It's relatively cheap as well to set up and operate. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.